First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 707 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. And today, I have got one of the United Kingdom's most popular social media comedians joining me on the podcast today. Aaron Kraskel will be here with me in just a few minutes. Aaron rose to fame on social media, posting videos to Snapchat and Vine while he was working as a small-town bookie in the U.K., Most of his videos included uh, public pranks, reaction videos, and crazy characters. He is popular all over the social media. He really has some great content. Uh, His YouTube channel is very popular as well. His Facebook page has got over 10 million followers. On TikTok, he's got over 6 million. Instagram, just about 5 million. He's been doing it for a long time, and the funny man is a father. So I've got him here for you guys today. It's an honor to have him joining me from across the pond. Aaron Krasko will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Aaron Kraskel was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you're going to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, dads, and 2023 has really been such a great year for the podcast here so far. I've had so many awesome dads that I've had the opportunity to interview here, including Shark Tank's Damon John, uh, Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Bet David, Dean Kane, last episode with Andrew McCarthy, and so many others. So hit me up with an email if you could, and let me know who you want to hear on the podcast. Who would you guys like to see? Email me, alecklace at firstclassfatherhood.com. Let me know your thoughts, who you would like to hear from on the podcast here. Again, I can't say thank you guys enough for all your support, keeping the podcast going. If you guys plan on taking your kids to a ball game this summer, Make sure you buy your tickets on SeatGeek.com or use that SeatGeek app. Plug in the promo code FIRSTCLASS, one word, FIRSTCLASS, and save $20 on your tickets. All right, so here we go. And as always, please help me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or your contact list and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast. Here comes my interview straight up with Aaron Kraskel on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Aaron Kraskel. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to have you here. Let's start it like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I've got three. One's, uh, my little boy's 14. My other little girls are eight and six, and they're crazy. <laughs> wow, very cool. If you could, Aaron, please take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, so about, oh, okay, 10 years ago, nearly 11 years ago, I started making videos on Vine. Or a little little app. I'll keep it quite sweet. I'm short and sweet. And I uh, started getting very popular on there for doing crazy public videos in in England. And then I started to see the app die a little tiny bit. And then um, I went onto Facebook, um, started getting millions and millions of hits on there. And then now in 10 years, um, lots of TV stuff, working with big brands, working with a lot of celebrities doing the interviews and stuff. And then, yeah, like 23 million followers now. Yeah, it's incredible. Now, you said 10 years ago, so you already had, a, I guess, a, a four-year-old at the time when this thing all, all took off. But t- take, yeah. me back then, take me back 14 years ago. Uh, how old were you when you became a dad, and how did that experience change your perspective on life? Um, oh, okay, okay. So I was like, I was 27, 
um, and it was a massive shock. We we was uh, we was newly together, um, and then we in literally a few months we could become pregnant. And uh, honestly, it was it was the most scariest time of my life because I was in a job that I hated and didn't really know what my future was going to hold. And then got the news that I was going to be a dad, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. My little boy is so beautiful, man. Alfie, his name is. Um, and he's doing really well. He's 14. Yeah, he's 14 now. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I know it goes quick. And uh, so so you had a four-year-old. What, what was the what was the genesis of this? What was the first video? What was the first thing that you said? Hey, uh, you know, I'm going to try to make this video and post it. Where was it? To Vine? It was Vine. Yeah, it was. An, do you remember the Vine app? Yeah. And it was like, I was, I was singing in public. I used to... I used to I used to, so I, I was working in a job I hated again. And it was I was working in the bookies, uh, which is a betting shop in in England called William Hill, horse horse bets and all that sort of stuff. And I was literally videoing morning, afternoon, and night, just having a laugh and testing how much I could get away with in public, as in trying to get reactions and making silly noises and dancing in public and singing in public and. It just started from there. I don't know. I don't really know why. Like, I was just having so much fun with the app. And I didn't have many followers at the time. I, I think I had like 30,000 when I first started. And I thought, I really want to give this a good go and, and have a good, try and make this a living, you know. And then it just escalated from there. Like, I've never, ever looked back. And it's insane. And obviously, I had the mortgage. I had a, I had a four-year-old. Um, and it was just, it was so scary, man. It was so scary, but it worked. Did, did you get to a point where you had to take on, uh, you had to hire help, you had to bring in people, that, or is it still, you did the one-man band all the way up to now? One-man bands, got my laptop, got my cameras, um, and just learned the hard way, and I did it all by myself, and still to this day, I still kind of go out by myself, but I, I do have a team looking after my Facebook, because the Facebook can get so crazy with the editing and and the, and the videos and the, and the scheduling and I, I've got a team looking after that now but yeah for a good a good nine years eight years I've been doing it all by myself like all by myself man incredible and how about did, now have you gotten the kids involved in the uh no. in the videos are they interested in doing the videos too do they have their own channels or anything like that no not yet not yet um my little boy my little boy wants to be a gamer um he's, he's really really good at Fortnite. but my other little girls are just they're obviously addicted to the internet now. Um, obviously, they watch a lot of kids YouTube and they they watch a lot of streamers like Mr. Beast and a few others like that, um, which which I think is fantastic because they, they watch they always watch nice content. It's never never horrible, but they've never mentioned to me about being in videos or but they they kind of realise what I do now. Especially my son, he definitely knows what I do. My other little girls kind of know know what I do. Um, my my six year old girl uh, she wants to be um, a performer, so she wants to be a singer and dancer. I think all six-year-old girls want to be singing and dancing, but she's really good at it, man. And I think she could maybe, I don't know, progress in that. But I'm trying to keep my weight. I'd love to keep my kids away from socials, to be fair. Because I, I, I think changing. Yeah, I think most parents would, would agree with you on that, Aaron. I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I don't have any of my kids, as far as I know. I mean, my oldest is just about to be 17. I don't know if he got a Finster or something like that going on. But as far as I know, on their phones, everything I could see, they, they're not on social media, which I'm grateful for. I mean, they use the Internet like crazy. 
Uh, they watch a lot of YouTube. They, you know, they'll, they'll do things like that. But as far as having a Facebook account or an Instagram account, uh, they, yeah. they don't have one. And I, I would love for them to keep it that way. Oh, I would. I mean, look, for, for me personally, if I wasn't on the Internet as an, as an influencer and making the videos, I probably wouldn't be on social media. Because it, honestly, it, it it's getting toxic now. Like, it re I've I've seen such a change in ten years. It's insane. Well, I'm I'm there with you. I I never had any social media accounts till I started. I, I'm five years into this podcast, and and this the only thing I do on there is is promote this or engage with people about this and try to yeah. and, and focus on the fatherhood part of this. But other than that, I I don't I don't really understand why people do. Uh, you know, even have it at this point. It's just, and I know now. What what is you? What would you consider to be your favorite um, uh, app and social media app that you like? If you had to pick one and just stick with that, what what would you go with? Do you know what? Right. So so basically, right. Okay. So at, at the beginning, I didn't really like TikTok because I, I saw a lot of fakeness and a lot of idiots and a lot of crazy videos just trying to get likes. And but now. I've kind of got the algorithm in my favour. So when I go onto TikTok now, all I see is history and conspiracy theories about UFOs and stuff. That's all I see. And I, I love TikTok because I get lost in like a, I'll, I'll be like medieval, watching like Egyptians and I'll go into like medieval stuff, like documentaries. And then it's like, I love it. I really love TikTok. So I think TikTok for me reminds me a lot of Vine, very quick paced. Instagram for me is, I think Instagram's quite fake now. Um, a lot of people on there showing stuff, showing their lifestyles and all this, but what really isn't true. Um, Facebook for me is quite, Facebook for me, I, I just find a lot of people moaning on there and being very angry on Facebook. But yeah, I think TikTok for me is, I get lost in a wormhole in TikTok, man. I love it. I really do love it. It seems like that's that's obviously the most popular one. I would say right now it's the most popular social media app. Without, without a doubt. And so bringing it back to you as a dad here, what would you consider to be, Aaron, the top values that you want to instill in your kids growing up? I think loyalty, man. Loyalty, being kind, treating others how you want to be treated, to to love, you know, just, um, just, and if they, if, if they want to do something, give it all they've got. Give it all they've got, man. But just be loyal, loyal to people and just kind, that's yeah. what you can be in as well. That's that's the only thing you can be, really. Yeah, very very well said. How about as far as uh, discipline goes for you, Aaron? Uh, I know do the kid. I know you do a, a lot of the routines and the whole bit. Do the kids know when you're serious and uh, know when you're no. fooling around? Uh, what yeah. kind of disciplinarian are you as a dad? Um, you know, I'm not. I've never obviously, I've never hit my children right. But when we was growing up as kids, like I'm 41 now. When I was growing up, you got a whack. If you were bad, you got a little clip around the ear. Or, and we, I think because that happened to me when I was a kid. Like, um, my mum's here for dinner tonight. Honestly, it's like they, they, I, I got brought up very well, right? So, I respected my parents a lot. But they look at me as the fun guy. Uh, my 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 wife is the um, is the very disciplined one. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the house can go crazy. I mean, our dog, St. Bernard, she's got, I'm a, I've got a St. Bernard, which is crazy. That's like another human being being in the house anyway, because it's that big. But my kids do, they are crazy, crazy, like very, very excited. And they have a lot of energy, man. And it's it sometimes does get to you like, just will you sit down? Just please. But 
Again, I don't really, yeah, I don't really get like that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's it's incredible, Aaron, that, you know, we have the opportunity where anybody really has the same shot to become an influencer like you. I'm sure 10 years ago, you never imagined yourself being an influencer for a living. No. And it's amazing that the door is open just like that for everybody to have a fair game. Uh, what What is your advice to the, to, to the guys that are out there uh, trying to shoot videos like you do in public? I mean, what is it that what makes some people make it and all the people uh, keep posting and posting and, and don't get no traction? What, what's, the, what's, the, what's the secret? For me personally, it's all about consistency and, and a niche. You need to find a niche now. Everyone has done everything. You, you, can, you can put in Google now, um, uh, influencer cutting grass, and there'll be, there'll be a dedicated page to cutting grass and in different styles. And it, it, like, you could do any, it's been done so much now, especially with what I do with the comedy things. I think for me personally now, with the comedy and, 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 and the, and the, and the kind of public reaction stuff it's got so extreme now because people are are hungry for the likes and comments and views and they do crazy stuff now when i don't know i think it's very hard for people to grow now unless you haven't got a niche you need to find something very very um not done it's going to be hard like i just think personally look if you're if you're happy with what you're doing continue to do it but again consistency is key don't let your eye off the ball um, and just be very careful because once you start getting following, a lot of people want to try and scam you. Yeah, and that was going to be my next thing, too. I was going to say, uh, it, well, not about scamming you, but about like being a public figure now. Uh, do, do you get like uh, any type of reaction when you're out in public, when you're with your kids, that people recognize you or come up to you? Because I know that would have to be sometimes awkward if you're with your family or with your kids. You yeah. never know who people are, what they have in mind. Uh, and also, too, uh, about comments and stuff like that. When you when you're a public person, have your kids out there. Have you have you faced any kind of that, any kind of backlash or any kind of awkward moments? Yeah, I have. Um, uh, yeah. For me, per- do you know what? Right. When I'm with my kids and my wife, people never, never come up to me. I think they see that I'm with my family and they, they're like, oh, maybe we can. But when I'm on my own, yeah, it, it happens on, on a daily basis. Um, not really much in my hometown anymore because I, I live in a small town um, and I, I, a lot of people are used to me now, you know. But when I go to big cities like London, Manchester, I get stopped quite a lot. And, and do you know what, man? It's the same feeling every every single time for me in the past 10 years. It's just... I'm so thankful for to people for watching my videos, man, and and changing my life, you know. And it's just, it's such a it's such a blessing, and it's so great to meet the people, you know, behind the laughs and stuff. It's so good, man. I love awesome. it. And I know you have a you have a dedicated art page there too. What's the yeah. art all about? How'd you get into that? What's that? It looks like you're splashing a lot of paint around the room. What's that all about? <laughs> so when I left school when I was 16, I went straight to art college. I went to an art school straight away. So I started studying. Um, and then um, I just, as soon as my college had, had finished, I used to love painting so much um, on a large scale. And I used to, I used to love it, making my own canvases and doing it. But then I completely stopped because I, again, in the real world, I had to get money. I had to get a job to pay the rent and to, and to, and to, and to, and to live. And there was no money for me unless I wanted to be, become an art teacher, which I never did because I was kind of only ever in the painting for actually the painting because I loved it. But then about five years ago, I thought to myself, you know what? I've got a, I've got a, an upstairs room what I don't use. And I bought a few paints and I bought a few canvases and I started playing around again. And oh, my God, 
it felt like I was 16 again. The spark come back. I was obsessed again with something new, which 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 was painting again. And it, I, I, honestly, it, the the release I get of the stress, it, I, I could put everything into throwing. Or now I own a, I, I bought my own studio um, away from my house now, so I can go crazy. And like you said, that yeah, I I do throw a lot of paint, but it's for a reason because it it helps me in here. Uh, release any frustrations, any stress, any creativity. What of what what can't go into a video? I just let loose on the canvas, and they're doing really well, man. I've had three sellout shows now. That's crazy! Well, amazing! Well, congrats on the success on that. What well, yeah. what is what is next for you here? Like, well, where do you plan on going? Are you going to pursue, lean all the way into the art, continue with the videos? What's the plan of attack here moving forward? Do you know, I'm, I've been I've been I've been looking at doing a college course on in English. It's going to sound really strange, but when I left school, um, um, I, I really do believe that I'm, I'm slightly um, uh, dyslexic, so I, I can't really read and write properly much. And I'm, I was thinking about doing a college course, and I want to get into acting. Um, I, I want to keep doing my videos. I want to keep uh, painting because, again, that's it's it's grounded me, and I, I I feel blessed doing it, and it's such a release, and that's what that's who I am now, um, which I, which I adore. But yeah, I just feel like I'd love to get into acting. I've done a few acting jobs in the past and I really, really enjoyed it. Love being on the sets and love being with other creative people. And it's such a good, 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 good feeling. Yeah. Very cool. And I know you're across the pond there, but you got that Yankee hat going. So what are we, Yankees yeah. fan? What are you, a baseball guy or what? No, do you know what, man? I went to, <laughs> I went to Boston. Um, I, saw, uh, I saw a game in Boston. Uh, but no, I, I just I bought this online. I just I just love the look. I think it's amazing. I think they're amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I need I need to come over again, man. I've been to LA and Boston. Uh, one of my dreams is to go to New York. Uh, whereabouts are you based? I'm in New Jersey. I'm uh, I'm close by New York. I, I was born in the Bronx, uh, where the Yankees play. So that's why I know what? you know. Yeah. Uh, is it great? Gotta... Is it great to watch? Oh yeah, yeah. You'll enjoy it if you come over for a game for sure. Absolutely, I'd love to, man. None I'm, better than Yankee Stadium. Oh, man, I'd love it. I would absolutely love it. Well, you, obviously, you've had a lot of success so far. I think that you're just just getting started here yourself, to be honest with you. I think the sky is the limit. So props to you for everything you do. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Aaron, I love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Oh, uh, always trust your instincts. Um Every now and again, just take a step back and realise what what what's going on in your life. Because for me, I was quite rushed with what I did for a living. I never really took in my kids growing up. So, I'd, I'd if I if I'd have done anything differently, I'd have watched them grow up a little tiny bit more. Again, always watch because, man, like my boy's fourteen. I remember him first crying. I remember every single one of my kids crying, and now they're like growing up. And it's just it's just you never get them years back. So just be there. And, uh, and enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Aaron Craskell, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Alec, thank you so much, man. I really enjoyed that. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.